hello, hello. For another episode of Night Talks with Sasha. I was just about to let that whole song play. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got caught up doing what I was doing. Okay. So, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Are y'all full? Are you still full from all that carby food that you ate? I know I am. So, we're at home. It's cold out. You spent all your money. So come on in. Just come on in the room. And let's talk about some stuff. Let's just have a good moment. Let's have a conversation. Talk about it. Um, we're not talking about you spending all your money. But we are going to talk about HPS Magazine. And so we have the editor and CEO of HPS Magazine, Deidre Gibbs. Deidre is, um, what's that place for a little bit now? For a couple of years now. Um, we met through a mutual friend. And um, she started her magazine back up. And she interviewed me. And um, I was like, oh, I should bring you on my podcast. Well, life was life, okay? In between that, cancer, widowhood, and just life, life. But here we are. We are doing it finally. Sometimes good things have to wait. It's worth it. And now we're going to pull from a page of my personal book, Thriving in Spite Of... Because Deidre has gone through her own personal struggles and her own health scares and um, triumphs. So, we're going to talk about it. Let's get into it. Um, and before that, I wanted to say um, I had a few announcements. And then we're going to get into Let me clean up my house first. I should have did it before y'all got here, but you know. Caught me off guard. Okay. So, February of 2024, Sasha's Playpen is coming back. If you are a poet, a spoken word artist, and you need a place to perform, cut your teeth, you've never performed before, you've never let anyone hear your, your poetry, come to my show. I did it last year, had an author that came in. He had never performed anywhere before. He was always a little nervous, a little apprehensive about letting people, you know, he was sensitive about his ish, okay? He came in, did Sasha's Playpen, and now he is hosting shows. He is everywhere, got his latest book in a bookstore so come on come on over here to my house come on over to Sasha's Playpen and let us hear your work so that's happening in February for Valentine's if you are interested if you know someone that is interested please have them email me at night talk night talk for Sasha 69 at gmail.com and then put in the subject head, attention, Sasha's 
clay pen. That will give me radar that you're a poet and I got to get to you right away. If you don't put that up in there, I don't know. I'll try to get to you, but, but to rough. That's all I got to say. So please put attention, Sasha's playpen. And that way I will know to look for you, look at that email and reply to you immediately because I'm working diligently to get this done before February. Christmas is almost here. Then we got a whole month of January. But I want to get I want to get my poets and everything in line in order before that, um, so that we can be setting up that communication and getting that rapport um, before. That's just how I handle my business. Okay, so if you are interested, do that for me. Also, we got some. Oh my God, I'm not gonna tell y'all. I can't tell you, but. Your girl got somebody coming, like, the first of the new year in January? Yeah, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Mm -hmm. Yeah, y'all seen her. She's everywhere right now. She is a social influencer. Um, She's really popular right now. Um, Everyone is trying to get a piece of her. Um, But... I'm the first podcast that she's doing. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Let me compose myself. I'm the first podcast that she's doing. She's wanting to do others, but, you know, they just can work with her and have worked with her schedule. Um, I'm telling y'all, like, email people email people like DMing on Instagram and all that good stuff is great it works but there's nothing like an email it's personal because we don't do letters anymore it's personal so if you got something out there or someone that you want to put on your podcast or you want to talk to send them an email if you can send them an email to their email address do that, okay? Because you don't know. You never know. But without further ado, I guess. Hello, Dina. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good, girl. I, uh, I had to do a little housekeeping a little bit. Little, yeah, I do a little announcements at yeah, I'll do some announcements at the beginning of the show, and then we go into, that's like the appetizer, and then we go into the meat of the discussion. <laughs> now, you know some, yeah, right? So, gotcha. how was your Thanksgiving? Did you cook a lot? Surprisingly, no. I did not cook a lot this year. I just really? made two dishes. I know, from 22 dishes to two. I just did two dishes this year. Are you okay? Shock, shock, yeah, shocking, I know. Very much so, because I was expecting I know. Okay. 
almost, but no, my my family decided to all contribute and everybody bring something. So I'm like, okay, you say so. Uh, I'm going to stick with these two and just let it be. Yeah. I'll be watching your page. Yeah, I'll be watching your page. Watch what you cooking. And I'll be like, okay, let me see. Let me see what Deidre cooking for Christmas. What's she making for Christmas and for Thanksgiving and just any other time? Because you are a baker, right? Yeah, I call myself the amateur baker. Definitely. Amateur baker, yes. I'm not the best baker, but I do know my flavors. I am good with flavors. You are. Because some of them are, I'm like... Mm, I want to taste that. I remember that year you did. What was that cake you did? It was like a rainbow cake or something. The was it recently? No, it was Nothing. a while back. Mm, oh, I think I, it was an inspiration picture. Then it was just getting an, you know, getting ideas. Oh, you didn't do? Oh, okay. okay. Oh yes, gotcha. I'm thinking rainbow. I have one one rainbow cake coming coming to my head, and that was and that was an inspirational picture. Okay, I thought you did that cake. Now, okay, I'm, I might be wrong then. I thought you did a rainbow cake like one year for your birthday. You did a rainbow. Oh, you know, the the one with the flowers and like a garden scene. That was, yeah, yeah, that's what I did. That was uh this past May. Okay. Not this May, but the 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 one before. Yeah, it was like yeah. a garden scene with butterflies all around it. Yeah, that was yes. the one I did. Yes, I remember that. Okay, I thought it was a a rainbow. And the cake. Um, what color was the cake on? Wasn't it colored on the inside? The frosting was fr- the the filling was colored, but it was oh. like a white lemon cake when it had. Uh, I think it was purple. Like a purple cream cheese frosty. Okay, maybe that's I don't know. Maybe that's why I thought it was rainbow because of I don't know. I don't know. I got that confused. I'm sorry, but I know oh, that you okay. do a lot of baking. Yeah, I know you do a lot of um. Yeah, that that's my my norm, especially for Thanksgiving. That's my that's my favorite. Yeah, holiday. So I always yeah, usually is. go out. Yeah, you do. And then you usually do your own cake for your birthday. Right, exactly. So mm-hmm. I'll post yeah. something like, get idea, okay, what should I do this year? Because that mm-hmm. was the first time I had edible flowers and and butterflies and stuff all over it. It was beautiful, though. I remember well, that. Thank it was you. beautiful. It was a very pretty yeah. cake. Um, well, thank you. So we're we're gonna get you're welcome. We're gonna get into the conversation about HPS magazine and Okay. Wh- why did you come up with it? I mean I got I got quite a few questions. So the first question that okay. I that I came up with was the name. Where where did the name HPS come from? HPS started out Honoring, he's honoring Poet Society. 
because it started okay. out for here in Houston for the poet, the poetry uh, scene. Because at the time, okay. there was a lot of changing to where our regular spots were changing a lot, and a lot of people didn't know where to go or how to, you know, showcase their work. And so mm-hmm. me, I came up with the idea, and I was referring it to a friend and a poet and host named John Kemp decided mm-hmm. to go on the mic and promote it that it's coming out. So uh, thus, yeah, the person like, that's a great idea. Let's get this started. I'm like, why, thank you. And that's how it officially got started. Okay. And through the time, um, HPS just went from honoring poetic society to just honoring positive, positivity society. So good okay. years, just got the, the meaning just changed a little bit. We broadened it. Okay. Because now, mm-hmm. let's see, I, I came up with my own thoughts. I thought it Uh-oh. had something. I thought it had something. No, I wasn't dirty. But I thought it had something <laughs> to do with um, then, because you are originally from, you are in Houston, Texas. I yeah. thought it had something to do with Houston. Well, yeah, I don't know what I thought of it, but a lot. But I, one thing I I can say at that time back in the day, because it started back in '05, I did travel a little bit with uh-huh. uh, with doing doing with poetry, so I got to mm-hmm. be able to broaden it. See, and there were people okay. who were from other states who always wanted to know what was you know where was the spot that they came to Houston, where could they go. So mm-hmm. it was like well it became it was it became the Houston's the poetry uh what's the word I wanna say? Like phone book. Like here's where you can find oh. it. Okay. So Okay, so that's like okay, in Atlanta they mm-hmm. used to have this paper out called you ever been you ever saw it's called the Creative Loafing, and mm-hmm. you ever heard so, of that one? It, it does, no, but it doesn't surprise me because I think a lot yeah. of different states, a lot of places have their own version to you know yeah. to help around. Because it's sad to say when poetry spots are they're good, but they don't ever get to stay good. They don't. Not all of them get to stay that way, so they relocate to where okay, this place is letting poets perform, but it's only for a short amount of time because if they don't meet meet the whoever owner's qu- quota for how much they bring in or drinks or whatever, that they're going to cut that, that opening act out. Like they got to find another location. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I created, I created a place where you didn't have to worry about traveling to, to where if you want it, okay, you can do your poetry here. And mm-hmm. it was since it was on paper back then, it had subscribers. So that way, you get to people get to see your work. And but it goes every which way to whatever state, not just Houston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay, that's how that's yeah. how it got started. But as time like... went on, it just got broader and broader to where there was more subjects, things to put inside yeah. of it. Yeah, 
Yeah, because I know you talked to, um, you've done interviews with people. I know the one that you said that you were proud of is that you did uh, during the uh, pandemic 2020. You interviewed someone or um, was a part of the movement with George Floyd. Oh, Sharita McGee. Yes, she was a fam. She's one of his family members. A lot of people saw her oh, like on the news, Good Morning America, and other any other news when when all that was started. To where mm-hmm. there's a foundation when they created the foundation in his name. Yes, yeah, she she's over that, and I've worked. And the sad part is, I worked with her for about five years. We worked together. So it wasn't and like you didn't ever know. Yeah, I didn't know until until what happened with 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 him, and I was like, yeah. okay. Wow. Yeah, I remember you were telling me um, we talked during that uh, right before all that happened, and you were saying how you were so proud of that interview. So I know that you when you say it expand it has expanded. It really has expanded from poetry to artists, um, yes, we have uh, cooking, yeah, cooking broke. We have recipes. I still keep the name cooking broke too, because it's just a second yeah. version of the the first. Then it has the the arts. It has sometimes I still do the brothers view, the sisters view, sometimes the youth view, a way to commit communicate between each other went like why do guys do this and girls do this and how to understand our youth of today each each one gives a different explanation to behaviors to help you understand it like to be able to understand each other yeah so i have those aspects yes the interviews I get excited with each and every one. And sometimes it's funny going back, looking back from the, from the very first issue to, to now to see how many interviews I've done. And so wow. it's, it's just, um, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just a wow moment because I look at yeah. some of them who, from where I did that first interview to where they are now, I'm like, I have somebody, I have somebody who was in a boy band back in the day and now he's, a famous, he's a direct director of movies. You wow. see on BET or at AMC, and then okay. then there's Tony Award winners who's been to the White House both times for Obama because Obama wanted him, and that's a and that's a mm-hmm. poet. So oh, to get these, big. yeah, exactly from from basically a no name. A lot of people uh, would be nice to people know me, but a lot of people don't know about HBS because we deal. No. I deal with individuals. I don't deal. Mm-hmm. I deal with ind- independent artists. I mm-hmm. say that normally. I de- I usually deal with independent people trying mm-hmm. or doing like doing, yeah. getting the, up to being up to be on e news and all those other aspects. I always go for the reaching for the star because I want to see where you start. Yeah, I I like that too. That's part of of my reach and my platform as well because I like to um, 
give people an opportunity where they don't always get an opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like exactly. So that they, yeah, so that they could cut their teeth, you know, and and you mm-hmm. get to hone your skills and figure out if this works or if that works or or just having another uh, avenue of listeners to, and people to show you that. Exactly. Yeah, there was one I did, and she's an artist. She does murals. She does the big big art. Nobody here really knew of her. But I'm like, dude, you, if you pay attention to what you even on your Facebook, when you're scrolling and you see all these, these fancy, these big pictures of art, that's kind of her. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of her. But you don't, but people don't mm-hmm. know who that is. It's like, I like to search for the ones who like, okay, that's a familiar face, but you don't really know much about them. Those are the ones I want mm-hmm. you to, I can't go for, because it's like getting to know somebody. So when I do my interviews, like what I did with you, it's like in a conversation mm-hmm. form. It's like for exactly. us to get to know you and you let us know, okay, this is how I work to where I do what I do. Yes, I do. I have poetry. I've had all different types of performers. I've done, had writers. I've had poets. I have bakers. Mm-hmm. I have people who, who behind the camera. Uh, mm-hmm. I have one that's uh, basically kind of doing the same thing that we both do, to where he created his own, like in, like his own version of an MTV show, to where in a different part of Texas where he's showcasing the community and black-owned restaurants. Okay. It's just like giving you the idea, okay, this is, you know, these are, these people are out here. There's a lot of things you can see. So it's, that's what I try to showcase. There's yeah, more than what's I get on the screen. Yeah, or it's more than what's on Instagram or or who get, who's getting picked up and getting put on. There are a lot of people out here that are doing yeah. things. They just need a hand up. And some of them, yeah. even you know, when they're, they're, they got famous from the Instagram or the <laughs> TikToks, but, the, but you can see that, guess what, they're still humble enough because they know this can be, this is 15 minutes of fame. It could be a year from now, nobody will remember. But at this moment, hey, I'm doing this. And with this yep. platform that I just got, they expanded. Like the barefoot mm-hmm. uh, neighbor, the, the recipe guy. A lot of people see some oh. his videos and they just think, okay, he shows quick and easy recipes. But a lot of people, if you pay attention, you'll see all the community work he does from in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. He has a, he does a lot for a program that helps with ch- that helps children and families, and all this volunteer mm-hmm. work that he does. Yeah, so, but normally, so that's, that's like awesome. normally you get a chance to see somebody, you can see okay. There's sometimes there's a little bit more than just. But that spotlight that draws the attention. Mm-hmm. You get to you get to see mm-hmm. what to, what inspires them to do what they do, and how they exactly. use it. Mm-hmm. To motivate and keep going, and yeah, 
exactly. like that. Yeah. 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 I like that. I um and I get that. Again, that's what that's what I like to use my platform for. You know, a woman that is plus size and disabled, you know, you get you see women like myself and you, but mm-hmm. they don't always have a place where their voice is center or front. You know what I mean? Um, Unfortunately, yes, I do. So, yeah, and so it's it's that's why I like I like what I do and the fact that it's coming from another point of view and it is one of the reasons why I now put I didn't used to put my my face out there but mm-hmm. I realized that for me to be impactful and for me to say and do what I need to do and what I want to do with my platform and my voice, then people are going to have to see me as well. And so it's yep. making me come from behind the, yeah, yeah. Do you see that? Does that happen for you? Has that happened for you as well? That you've had to, oh, you realize that you've had to, because yeah, if you go to my page, you'll see there is no logo. No, what you see on there is me. You'll see mm-hmm. my face. And mm-hmm. I'm not, normally as blunt and honest as all these things, I normally am not the first one to be like, hey, look at me. I wasn't. Yeah. But if I know that I'm going to get people to feel comfortable coming to me or, you know, sharing their work or whatever, i got to be vulnerable myself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, this is me. That's why there's no mm-hmm. underlying header to HPS. There's no, I'm like, every little part, that's me. You see me. Mm-hmm. If you're going to, I'm going to mm-hmm. want you to be vulnerable and come to my site and do interviews or give your your work or whatever the reason is, you got to be able to trust it. And the way it is on the internet, you it's like you have to show that you that you know what you're doing one, but you got to show like okay, you're talking to a real person that's not trying to scam you. So mm-hmm. you see my face. Mm-hmm. So if you got anything mm-hmm. to say, it ain't be like, oh, this logo or whatever, this person said this. I'm like, no, you got to see. If it doesn't have this face on it, that's not, you're not on the right HPS. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have to pull, I have to showcase myself to let, to show I'm willing to put myself out there for you to come to come to me. It's a give and take. Mm-hmm. It is. It really is. Um, and I've noticed for myself since I have done that, that I mm-hmm. am, I have been received more. Um, mm-hmm. And I get more, um, I want to say traction, but I get more reception. And I get more people looking 
than I have before, you know, when I first started, because I've been doing this since 2012, and I didn't really show myself. I did at first, but then mm-hmm. I got some weirdos in my stuff, and I was like, oh, let me lock it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But mm. it was also... Yeah, it was also the type of, you know, you should be able to do whatever, but you also have to be cognizant you gotta of the. Get a and you got to get ready for it, because no matter, cause yeah. no matter what you do, there's gonna be some hate. There's gonna be yep. some some negativity. So. Yep. And by putting yourself out there, just one by being black, then you gotta be, then you're yep. female. And then the third time, you're a big female, that's it. You have to make sure your skin is extra thick. Yep. Because there's stuff that's going to come at you, period. Especially if you're doing the way things are now, being online, either through websites or even even doing podcasts, you're going to get, you're putting yourself out there and you know that there's going to be some hate. And people mm-hmm. will try to use whatever they can. If the only and that's the main thing they gonna see. And the, if all they got is what they see, they're gonna see a black female, and she's overweight because they're not gonna try to pay attention to anything else. That's all they're gonna hit after. Mm-hmm. But that's why I say haters are gonna hate. But reality is, there's more people who who care than the haters because all they doing is just trying to make a way on your platform to get noticed. Mhm. That's so, it. That you gotta that's get, absolutely yeah, and, it. So you you have to get this skin to just giggle it off because I'm like, you gotta go that far. When you could have just said, "Hey, and I would have gave you a shout out," but oh well, peace. Exactly. <laughs> block. <laughs> exactly. Block. I mean, yeah, you know, and my husband used to say that. He used to tell me that. Um. He used to say exactly what you said, and I was like, "No, I, you know why? Why did they have? Why did they even have to say those things? Like that wasn't even necessary." And he was like, "They don't eat you alive. You you gotta you gotta reevaluate because if you keep yeah, there will always be yeah. someone that's gonna try." And I take it as when. If you only get one hate, I'm like, okay, that means I need to step up more. Because the more you're getting hate on, that means the more you're doing something. Because there's too many people mm-hmm. trying to stop it. And I'm like, if you're not doing anything that doesn't going to make anything, nothing's going to come out of it, nobody's going to put that much interest into it to bring try to bring it mm-hmm. down. So mm-hmm. I look forward to the hate. That just tells me I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. It motivates I, you. I have to because I'm like, why am I going to let somebody who, who can't even once, if they can't spell, if they can't, they not, they're not willing to show their face or even if you try to respond back to them in a polite way, they don't want to respond back because they don't want to, they don't want the attention that they created they didn't have nothing else to think of to to have respond back to anything, why mm-hmm. give them the energy? True. 
That's what Absolutely. I like. That's why I say you have to have a thick, thick skin, but you also have to have a thick brain, because you're because you're gonna have to use your brain to go to think of different ways to get under their skin, and the best way to get under mm-hmm. their skin is to continue doing what you're doing, despite their actions. Uh huh. I'll keep that in mind as I go forward. Yes. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> because you know, like I said, and I'm getting better. I think now, this time around, um, I'm a little older, and I'm mm-hmm. a little seasoned, and so. I have a better um I have a better grasp of it and I know how now uh to move around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not get so I've had a few people. I've had a few I had a few. Not a lot, but I've had a few as of late. But everyone as of lately has been very accepting and I have not gotten uh, a lot of negativity online um i just feel like right now at this time i say you so lucky well now wait (laughs) right now uh uh-huh after january we will see Uh (laughs) we will see because uh, right yeah. now I'm not on, yeah, I'm not on a lot of people's radar. But that's the, and yeah. that's, that's the fun part about it, but not being on the radar, that makes the best impact. Because everybody don't mm-hmm. think about certain, somebody mm-hmm. was like, oh, they're the underdogs, nobody's here. But the only, if they ever pay attention to no matter what in life, the sports, if it's at work, whatever field, who always shines? The underdog. Mm-hmm. The dogs. Yep. You don't pay attention to them, but they're paying attention to you. They're watching what you're mm-hmm. doing. They haven't sprouted mm-hmm. out as big as you yet, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to shine. And when they shine, you're going to be looking mm-hmm. stupid because it's like, oh, you didn't give them any credit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's a lot of what is going on, you know, with with me because I'm rebuilding and I know and I'm actually loving the fact that I am having to rebuild my audience because now that I'm Mm. rebuilding it and I'm I'm doing it better than what Mm -hmm. I did before and I'm taking my time um yes you get to yes it's a a growth you grow and your your project grows exactly Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. So that's how it went from HPS. HPS was paper-based. That meant people yeah. would subscribe, and they would, I mean, I dealt with printings. We, in the beginning of that, that thing, that was stapled at home. That's how Girl. that thing started. But then it, then it worked itself up to looking like books, then to a magazine. And then with all the changing of the time, it had to go from that, Online, so that's a that's a yeah. big learning curve. Yeah, uh, it, so that I, right there, so that's I what was gonna, 
Yeah. I was going to get into that because I remember when we were talking, you said that it was um, a book, you know, it was a mag- an actual physical magazine, and now you do it online. So I yes. was wanting to know, you said that you had subscribers when it was a physical mm-hmm. magazine. How long, how long was it a physical magazine? How many years was that? Because I know you stopped at a, at a point. It started in I want to say late oh five to early or early two thousand six, and mm-hmm. it started first. It just started on the, on the Houston poetry scene, and it slowly worked itself up to where it was going to people in different states, and it was like some people mm-hmm. who I I met through poetry, like if I went to a uh, national, because there's, there's a thing called slam, it's p- competitive poetry. That was where I broadened mm-hmm. up a little bit more and I made connections. And then from other people to where it was going from here in Texas to California to next thing you know, it was doing it international. It oh, was wow. going, it was growing, yeah, it was growing to the point to where I can say, yes, I have. There's issues that made it to Nepal. There's been issues. I still remember where I was when I got the order for the Philippines. I was like, wow. No, that, that, was in, that was insane. But, yeah, yeah. It, tra- it traveled. But it had to, when did it stop? Now, I want to say it was about less than three, three years ago, three. I had to, I had to stop it. Because I had, because well, basically I had the people on my team were dropping off because they were going to do their own projects, which I've always okay. was like, okay, that's fine, but just give me the heads up, and I didn't get it. So yeah. I had to reboot myself and get and figure out, okay, how I'm gonna do it because it was getting so big, and I was always trying to. Maintain it because it was first. It was just me. Then that first issue got brought a lot of volunteers. So it was really a community mm-hmm. thing at, when it was on paper. But when I decided okay. to bring it to a blog, I was able to realize I can, I can pretty much do this on my own. I don't have to and don't have mm-hmm. that fear of somebody not pulling through, doing what they not doing what they said they were going to do. So mm-hmm. it started there in about two years ago, and it's just been yeah. to the point going, growing like it did when it was on paper. So because now mm-hmm. it's when I check my stats, it's in it's in more countries, people people from different more than the few countries that I knew of when it was on paper are checking out the website. Which cool. is a big thing. Because I've had local, I've had local uh, like DJs from radio stations here in Houston to to be um, on, and that was that that was good. That helped me with my home base because I was always getting different artists or people from other states, but to get it in mm-hmm. to get notarized in your home base. That's the trickiest, and that's the hardest. Yep, it is. 
<laughs> oh my lord! That. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my goals. For, that's one of my goals for next year, is to try to get more local artists just to just mm-hmm. put it to put into the mix. Mhm. Yeah, I I said that as well. But I next year that that was something that I'm going to branch out to and I'm <clears throat> to do more people locally. Um, mm-hmm. So I get it. Yeah, because it's I get people like you, Texas, and I've had um, Atlanta, and but I didn't have my first Philadelphia. I've had people on from all over, but I never had my first guest from my hometown until this past summer. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, and um. It got some hits, but, you know, it didn't get a lot. But that's okay, because the ones that did, they're like, oh, it was yeah, good. You know, and then you get talked about. And it helps yeah. spread the word that, guess what? There's more to my city than what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like next month I got a young lady that's coming on um, and she has a mobile bakery. Oh, cool. And she's local. Yeah, right? And I'm like, exactly. There's a lot of things, a lot of people. And the one thing I do like is that now people are looking for the local aspects. Mm -hmm. Like what's you know, the unknown, what's a good place? They want to check out other places besides the most popular. But, like, people exactly. want to know about the the small, like, the small industry, the small businesses, the small, you know, that, that company's doing pretty good. Hey, it's black-owned. You have to try check that out. People are more interested now than they mm-hmm. were, like, 10 years ago to check out. Sure. Okay, up and coming. Yep. Just, Absolutely. Know, this one, this a little you have to know how to, yeah, and you have to know how to hit on that and and make it work for you. That's why, again, I offer my platform for people to promote themselves. If you have a business, mm-hmm. come on, promote it and let people know it's not, you know, because if you're good at your business, then you can get business from people out of town because they're looking Thank for you. you. Like, it's, there it's, are, like there the are people that are searching. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nail paint. Because if I want to make that post about giving free advertisement, nobody yes. believes in the word free. Everybody thinks free is a scam. I'm like, I don't have a problem. That's why I put till January. You want to send me the information? I have no problem. It's free. Because I've had one, I used to pay pay people, not me pay, but I used to have people pay for advertisement when it was on paper. Do you know people try to flirt their way out of a $6 deal? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. $6. I believe it. They try to flirt that way, like that was going to, like, we're going to take that away. 
for six bucks, and no, it didn't work. No, it did not. No, no. I believe it. I believe it. I've I've had people. I've told people that um, they could advertise on my podcast. You know, I will mm-hmm. either write it for you, or you tell me what you want to say, and through the podcast, you know, a five, a two, three minute break, and then I will do your product or whatever. And I was only going to charge, like, at that time, $5, you know, because I'm, I'm like, okay, let me see how this is going to work yeah. and what this is going to do. Yeah. Oh. But see, that's one a thing lot. I learned is true business people, those who are really into mm-hmm. their business, they pay more attention mm-hmm. because they know what – it's a, it's basic it's the basic barter system that has been going down since Stone Age. You have mm-hmm. to, you you have put your advertisement into my project that helps promote my project, but in the same breath, it helps you because that means maybe you get more people coming to your project because they saw it on her project, and it's a back exactly. and forth, back, and it's exactly. a cheap, easy back and forth because other places, if you especially online, there's like minimum there are like charges that goes up to eight hundred bucks and more for advertising. Mm-hmm. And if you get charged and just because it's a small platform doesn't mean that it can't charge charge a higher amount. Because even exactly. depending on how they put their stuff out there you, if you hit Google, guess what? It's still the my name is gonna pop up. These reviews will pop up. UPS, HPS will pop up. It will show all this. So there is something there. So other people have can check it out. And if they check it out, they'll go and see that you're there, and they'll order your product because you're with that with that project. Basic exactly. barter. Exactly. But that's why like, people, people it's like this age where people are not grasping this is not new. It's been mm-hmm. going on since we learned to set to trade. In this mm-hmm. basis, you trade one thing for another, so you both win. Until you both get to where you can get like maybe I might want to raise the price. If I get more, maybe. But that doesn't mean that, oh, we're going to scam you. Exactly. It's a barter system. People don't. Yeah. People don't trust each other anymore. No. Um, No, that's why. And that's where it comes to where we have, because of our projects, we have to be more vulnerable with thick skin to show you can trust me. I'm not here yep. to try to copyright your work. I'm not here trying yep. to build. I'm just, you have something that I see that I like that I would want to put on my platform. Thank you. Exactly. And want to show, want you to show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's exactly nothing what it more, is. Nothing yeah, nothing, nothing more, more, nothing less. less. Mm-hmm. Exactly what it is. And that's why I I just said before we talk we started talking. 
like mm-hmm. email people. Is it someone that you you want to come onto your stuff? Email them. Reach out. Tell them. Talk to them. Oh, I go a step further. I go a step because when I do when I do interviews, I do email interviews. That means I send you the questions, you send me the answers. I do that for one, mm-hmm. two reasons. One, it's a lot easier because everybody's in different states or whatever. And two, yeah. you have a backup of everything that I asked you. So they can't say that, oh, I don't know where this came from or I didn't say this. You have it in your, you have it in your email. So you have your copy yeah. and I have mine. Exactly. So it gives, it gives that level of, okay, be trustworthy because if she's giving because I'm giving you the information because you can easily take my my questions and say okay oh and use it for something use them for something totally different towards somebody else mm-hmm. but I have mm-hmm. your information and you have mine mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about me changing your words or because I always tell I tell poets I tell anybody who who submits anything. I am not changing one word of whatever you submit, especially as a poet. Mm-hmm. Changing one line will change the whole piece. I don't do that. Nope. If you send it, I'm printing it the exact way you send it. Yeah. That has been a, that's the reason why poets don't like sending in their, submitting a lot of their work because, one, they'd be worried about copyright. And people want to change their language because, oh, that, they, think, they all think it's a typo. And I'm like, no, it was meant to be a certain oh. one that way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I can understand that, why they wouldn't do that. And that's why I don't send out questions often, but mm-hmm. I will consider doing it. And now that you say that, I will consider doing that with people that I interview more. Um, but it's have a conversation. Yeah, to get a rapport with a person, to see what they want to talk about, what they don't want to talk about, what they're willing to share, what they're not. Is there anything you don't want to share? Is there anything off the table? You know, um, everyone that I, I bring on the show, either I have that conversation over the phone or Mm -hmm. I'll have that conversation with them through uh, email and messenger. Yes. So as long as the conversation yeah. is had, you're you're good. But for me personally, yeah. since blog interviews, I I always I just always even when it was on paper, I would majority of the time do it by email. Mm-hmm. I want word for yeah. word. I do not want no one person thinking I'm changing their words. The way you yeah. the way you respond to it is the way it's going in. I just, the only thing I might move around is the order of the question, because like I said, I always want my interviews to come off as a conversation, not just a Q and A. Mhm. I always feel that way. Yeah, I do too. I, and that's I think that's important because. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't like being put on the spot. (laughs) You know, I I hate that. I hate 
if I say I don't want to talk about something, then I don't want to talk about it. You, see, you know what I mean? Don't try to, so, don't try and to again, Yes, yes. And again, it's like what you said. We have to be uh, trustworthy. So we're out here wanting people to share their their gifts. So you have to be trustworthy. I totally agree with yeah. that. Very good point. Thank you for that. You're dropping gems. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thank yeah. you. Just get I appreciate it. So, so much better. Yeah, true. Hopefully they will. I mean, you know, we can only hope for the best. Um, oh, so <laughs> I wanted to get into, um, now I know you said that you, I'm nosy. If I'm being too nosy, you can tell me. I remember in our conversation, you said that um, you were, you had your name in light in Australia. Oh, yeah. That's one of my, one of my proudest moments of HPS. Because it happened because of, it happened because of the magazine. It was an artist who I dealt with. In the magazine, she submitted a lot of her work, her artwork, when it was on paper. Majority of the time it was on paper. Uh-huh. And she, she, she's from Australia. And she had won, she, ever since I had known her, she always won awards. And she had told me, you know, she had a, a recent award and where her name was flashing through um, on the, uh, in the museum about saying about her artwork. And I just said, I wouldn't know how I would act if that would happen to me. And she went, she went and took it to herself to have that happen. She, she had someone do it at the museum, and she sent me the photo of it. When I said how dumbstruck I was, when I tried to let my family and stuff know on Facebook, I couldn't even spell Australia right. That's how, that's how <laughs> God-smacked I was. Right? Exactly. That's awesome. So uh, that, that happened because of the magazine. So it's like I always get little pics here and there. I, I say it perks mm-hmm. from the magazine. But to me, that was, yeah. the, that was the biggest. That's the one where I don't ever have to feel like I have to look for somebody else to acknowledge that I'm doing a good job with it. That's my acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. If I keep yeah. that picture, on, no matter how many phones I go through, I keep that picture um, in my phone. So whenever I have a bad day or I'm thinking, oh, I'm not, it's not going well. It's not, this isn't going to happen. I look at that picture and I'm like, anything could happen. Because my name is in, my name was flashing on the Museum of Fine Arts in Australia, and I've never been. And that was because See, of HPS. There's nothing like having those. Okay. <laughs> yeah, having exactly. one of those like, moments. Holy crap type yeah. of moments. Yeah. 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 Like, that that is so. Like when you meet somebody that, like if someone, you, you've been really fond of their work. And you did mm-hmm. not know 
that you've been talking to that particular person for over a year, but you realize, but you find out you have because of the because of a project you were doing. There's this poet. He's been on Def Jam Poetry. I know it because I still have that Def Jam CD, and if I had my CD player still working, I would be playing it tonight. And he <laughs> name is Poetry. And I he because his because his poetry is it makes you think, but it's also it has humor to it. It will make you laugh even when he's being serious. He can bring those types of emotions out. Now, take that emotion. That's one of my favorite of all time poets. Always has been and probably will be. Now, since I, when I started with the Houston Poetry Team, I became a poet. I never thought I was one, but I, I say I became one. I always called myself a rookie. And yeah. I had this Facebook page, because I have a bunch of them that deals with poetry. And there was a page called, you know you're a poet when dot, dot, dot. And that's where you can practice your poetry. You do your one lines, whatever. So me and my sarcastic butt was showing out out of on that page. And one of the people who was over it, and you know he liked it, whatever. And he sometimes he promoted because he's in California about he has a showcase there. I was like, okay, great. Do an interview with him. That was great. That's mm-hmm. how. Okay, this is a Tony Award winner. This is he's been to you know to the White House. He's twice with Obama. He's you know he's bigger than I even thought. Still not in my head that I know the person until after even after he's on the he's done the issue of the magazine. He's on the cover. It's like all these great things. It was one day, one, I'm playing my CD, and the name, they announced poetry. You know those movies when somebody walks back, backwards, dumb, shock, shocked, because they yeah. didn't realize something? That was me. I just put all that time? Uh, that whole time, it never clicked because, like, my stage name was Lady D. There's, like, 12 Lady Ds here in Houston. So, it, it no, it didn't click on me until I li- looked at my freaking C- I was playing my CD, a death jam, and then it connect. The person who I've been acting a plum fool to, making laugh constantly, it, you know, he's helping me with my, you know, my poetry is the same mm-hmm. person that was on a freaking DVD. Oh, wow. Mm. So, you ain't going to tell us who he is. His name is Poetry. That's his name is Poetry oh. Smith. I mean, you can, you can go really? if you want to. You can go onto YouTube. You can look up just Poetry. And you'll see some of his uh, some of his uh, shows that he wa- that he did on Def Jam poetry. And there's one where he's talking about money, and he's talking about like how he you know he like he dated this his girlfriend whose name was Money, and how she acting funny. 
Now, she don't like to hang out with him. She likes to hang out with these other people, leaving him broke. And the way that he, the way that he put money in, you know, like she cheating, like she gone, like he lost her, it's, it makes you think about, like, yeah, it's relatable, but he make, does it in such a funny way. And I'm like, okay, I've been active showing my butt off to the person I'm looking at on my screen. Yeah, it's a small world. So how you you gotta make yourself noticeable. And he still he still laughs to this day when I tell him. I'm like, you do know you made a poet speechless. But yes, you got to. There's always gonna be some type of perk. And sometimes, and I always tell people to not forget the small achievements. Because every that's like a little boost to get you, to help you get to those bigger ones. Yeah, I see. 